This is Alive with Joseph. Let's begin this journey tonight. And we're looking at the power of a prophetic world under the enlightened eyes. We're looking at the power of the prophetic world. Let's begin tonight from the book of Second Kings chapter 5. I will read verse 1, I will skip verse 2, we will return back to it later, and I will read verse 10, and I will read verse 14. I will read verse 1, I will leave verse 2 out, we will return back to it later, I will read verse 10, and I will read verse 14. Now let me read verse 1, verse 10, verse 14. Verse 1 says, Now Naaman, commander of the army of the king of Syria, was a great and honorable man in the eyes of his master. Because by him the Lord had given victory to Syria. That actually is an interesting statement. He said, by him the Lord. By him the Lord. By him the Lord had given victory to Syria. He was also a mighty man of valor. But a leper. Verse 10. And Elisha sent a messenger to him saying, go and wash in the Jordan seven times. And your flesh shall be restored to you, and you shall be clean. Verse 14. So he went down and dipped seven times in Jordan, according to the saying of the man of God, and his flesh was restored like the flesh of a little child, and he was clean. That would be your testimony in the name of Jesus. Let's begin tonight by, by answering the question, what is a prophetic word? A prophetic word is a word inspired by God in season sent into your situation to cause a change and bring a transformation and that word can never fail. A prophetic word is an inspired word or a word inspired by God in season sent into your situation, sent into your life to cause a change and bring a transformation and it can never fail. Jesus speaking to us in Luke chapter 16 verse 17, he said, it is easier for heaven and earth to pass away than for the word of God to fail. That is to say, a prophetic word can never fail. There is a prophetic word for every situation. There is a prophetic word for every season. A prophetic word would divide your Red Sea. A prophetic word would divide, it would decide the victories that you enjoy or it will decide the victories of your battle. A prophetic word gives you deliverance from bondage. A prophetic word will direct your destiny. A prophetic word dethrones the enemies of your soul. A prophetic word will take you from the back of the queue and bring you to the front of the queue. Listen, a prophetic word will bring you from the from the behind of life and bring you to the forefront of destiny. A prophetic word positions you to be recognized. A prophetic word is like the stone that David used to bring down Goliath. Therefore, I declare again over you tonight. May your prophetic word come to you in the name of Jesus. I say may your prophetic word come to you in the name of Jesus. And I declare tonight by the prophetic word the almighty God has released over your life in this season every Goliath like issue they will come down in the name of Jesus. Let me hear you loud and say amen. 
Listen, child of God, a prophetic word is precise. A prophetic word is accurate. A prophetic word brings a change. A prophetic word brings peace. A prophetic word gives direction. A prophetic word signals the beginning of a new season. A prophetic word also signals the end of an old season. A prophetic word is a personalized word you receive in your spirit by the help of the Holy Spirit as you are in an atmosphere like this. What changes a man's story is a prophetic word. The difference between one person and another is the prophetic word that has come to them that they have received that has become a testimony. I pray for you tonight. The prophetic word you require to climb the ladder of greatness. Let it come over your destiny in the name of Jesus. I say receive that word in the name of Jesus. Receive that word in the name of Jesus. David needed a prophetic word when the enemy stole from him and he wanted a restoration. The Bible said and he said to the Lord, what should I do? God said, I want you to pursue. I want you to overtake and without fail recover all. On that word, on the strength of that word, David was able to pursue. Listen friends, he was not pursuing children. He was pursuing the armies of nation. I prophesy over you tonight on the strength of the prophetic word of God in this season that you will finish strong. I declare, receive strength to finish strong in the name of Jesus. I didn't hear you loud and say, man, receive strength to finish strong in the name of Jesus. Come on, declare, I receive a prophetic word. Give Jesus praise tonight. Give him praise tonight. Listen, friends. I know in my spirit that you shall experience a change in this season. Why? Because a prophetic word has gone forth that you will finish strong. That's a prophetic word. That it, it says you shall finish strong. I prophesy again over you tonight. Receive strength to finish strong in the name of Jesus. Receive your prophetic word for that business in the name of Jesus. Receive your prophetic word for your health in the name of Jesus. Receive your prophetic word for your family in the name of Jesus. Receive your prophetic word for your career in the name of Jesus. Child of God, it is not over until you win. I declare over you tonight, you win in the name of Jesus. I say you win in the name of Jesus. I say you win in the name of Jesus. What God is doing in your life, the devil can't stop it. The devil can't stand it. And there is nothing he can do about it. Give Jesus praise tonight. Give him praise tonight. Give him praise tonight. Even if you don't hear anything else, a word has gone forth that says you shall finish strong. I declare tonight you will finish strong in the name of Jesus. 2021, you shall finish strong in the name of Jesus. Give me three, amen. Two, three. Give Jesus praise tonight. Look at your neighbor and tell them you shall finish strong. You shall finish strong. Me liberonte, 
Jipatatata Meleketos Kopale Frente Ienos Kepalaba Deskete. Who is he that speaks when the Lord has not spoken? Mekebayana, the Sovate man in his course, the Lord approved not. I pray for you tonight. Whatever has been set up in the realms of the spirit to divert your miracle, to divert your testimony. I gather them together. I command them to catch fire in the name of Jesus. I command them to catch fire in the name of Jesus. I command them to catch fire in the name of Jesus. It says Lamentation 336 to He said the Lord approved not. That is to say what the Lord is set to do in your life. Satan cannot divert it. If you believe it, shout amen. Give me two amen again. Two. Shout hallelujah. Look at your neighbor. Tell them again. A word has gone forth consigning your life. Tell them it will not fail. Tell them it will come to pass. Listen, what God has already begun to do this week shall not pass you by. Hey, it will touch your body and your body shall be healed. It will touch your business. Your business will make profit again. It will touch your family. Your family shall experience peace. It will touch your career. Your career will make progress. It will touch your children. Your children will excel. It will touch your destiny. Your destiny will shine. There is a divine word for you. Receive it by grace. I said receive it by grace. A prophetic word, a prophetic, a prophetic word gives strength in the midst of battle. A prophetic word gives direction. Yesterday we're sharing with you the prophetic word I got from God. And the Lord said, from the most unlikely scripture, put that scripture for me. From the most unlikely scripture, I woke up, was praying. After praying, praying, the Lord said to me, go read the book of Joshua. As I began to study, is it the book of Joshua? Look for that scripture, put it for me. He said, the Lord said, I am not going to deliver. I will deliver not by many or by few first somewhere. And Jonathan said to the young man that bore his armor, come and let us go over on the garrison of this uncircumcised. It may be that the Lord will work for us. For there is no restraint to the Lord to save by many or by few. Prophetic word. And I rose on the strength of that world. And I knew it was settled. Child of God, when God speaks, he cannot lie. He's the same yesterday. He's the same today. He's the same forevermore. Has he said it and will he not make it good? Has he spoken and will he not bring it to pass? God is not a man that he should lie. He's not a son of man that he should repent. I don't know what the Lord has spoken to you. I came tonight to agree with you. I declare by the word that has gone forth over your destiny. Receive a manifestation in the name of Jesus. 
by the prophetic word they moved forward you have circled this mountain long enough the prophetic word said go forward hey that is for someone in this season i said go forward in the name of jesus i said go forward in the name of jesus declare say in the name of jesus i receive my change now i receive my prophetic word now if you believe it say amen the bible said let's return back to our text the bible said Naaman was a commander not a commander of 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 a security team he was a commander of a nation's army actually at that point Syria was the strongest nation on the planet earth and the Bible said by his hands the Lord had given victory to Syria by Naaman's hands Naaman was not a covenant child but friends when the Lord chooses to bless you no man can reverse it when the Lord chooses to bless you no matter who doesn't like your face it is irrelevant he was not of the commonwealth of Israel but the Bible said put the scripture for me the Bible said and the Lord had given Syria victory through the hands of Naaman the Lord the Lord the Lord the Lord the Lord for the by him the Lord had given victory child of God when God holds your hands no devil can bring down your hands when God holds your hands no Satan no witch no wizard no conspiracy can bring down your hands give Jesus praise tonight by Naaman the Lord had given victory to Syria hey hey yeah 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 I don't know who you are. They've looked at you and said, you're not the type. I came to announce to you, you are the one God is looking for. I say, you are the one God is looking for. I say, you are the one God is looking for. By him, the Lord had given victory to Syria. The Bible said he was a great man. He was also a honorable man. When Naaman arrives in a place, he is celebrated. When he rides his chariots on the streets of Damascus, people will be waving to him. Here comes a general, the one the Lord knows how to give victory to. Here comes the main man, the man of the moment. Here comes the real deal. When he walks, when he rides his chariot on the streets of Damascus, he was greatly celebrated. But in that same scripture, the Bible said, but he was a leper. But the but cancels out every other thing. But he was a leper. Mm. How did a man like like Naaman become a leper? Where did Naaman get leprosy from? 
who gave name and leprosy. We're not talking about a careless guy. We're not talking about any kind of person. We're talking about a commander, which means he had access to the best of the best. How did he get leprosy? Because understand that leprosy is not something you are born with. For a person to get leprosy, they must be around someone who has it and coughs and sneezes. And when the healthy person inhales the droplets, they catch leprosy. That sounds like coronavirus. So corona has been there all along. As that leprosy was being trans- transferred. When people cough, when people sneeze, they droplets. If you're around them and you keep inhaling it, after a while, you catch them. Understand that when people have leprosy, they don't hang around anybody. So, where did Naaman get leprosy from? Where did he get leprosy from? Child of God, we live in a wicked world. We live in a wicked world. In the book of Matthew 13, 25, the Bible says, While men slept, his enemies came and sought us and went away. That tells me, friends, Naaman's leprosy was spiritual. It was a seed of darkness. I don't know who you are tonight. I prophesy over you. Every seed of darkness planted in your destiny. I root them out in the name of Jesus. I root them out in the name of Jesus. I uproot them in the name of Jesus. How could a decorated general, a decorated man, like Naaman be a leper? Interestingly, even though he was a leper, they still allowed him to be a general. That tells you his ability, that they were willing to ignore his weakness. That tells you his ability, that they were willing to ignore him carrying a contagious disease. He was highly gifted. He was the best of the best. To the point they were allowing a military general to be a leper. Remember friends, in the scriptures, lepers are not allowed to mingle with others. They are to be outcast. But this man was a leper and yet he was a general. That's what God would do. The weakness men think that God will look at and not bless you. God looks at it and says, well, I am still the God of your strength and the God of your weakness. Hey, I'm the God of your strength. I'm the God of your weakness. Listen, friends, those who think that you don't deserve to be blessed, they only think that God is a God of your strength. But they forget he is also the God of your weakness. In spite of your weakness, if he wants to use you, he uses you. I don't know who you are tonight. They have said you are not the type God uses. I came to announce to you, you are the one God is looking for. I say you are the one God is looking for. With your leprosy, God will use you. With your limitations, God will use you. With your weakness, God will use you. Let me yell at them like a believer. In the sight of man, he was disqualified. But in the sight of God, he was qualified. You qualify. 
I say you qualify. You ought to be rejoicing right now. I say you qualify. Look at your neighbor. Tell them I qualify. Religion disqualifies you. But Jesus qualifies you. He said, before I knew you, before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew you. With all your weaknesses, I knew you. And I chose you, ordained you a prophet, and I called you a holy nation. Celebrate Jesus tonight. So friends, we live in a world where people want to reduce your effort to nothing. It is a world where people want to make sure you die frustrated. It is a world where people want you to crawl on the ground begging them. It is a world where people just out of nowhere hates you. It is a world where people derive joy in seeing you in pain. But today I've come with a prophetic word that for every leprous issue in your life, I declare tonight, receive grace to finish strong in the name of Jesus. I declare again, for every leprous-like issue in your life and destiny, I delete them in the name of Jesus. I delete them in the name of Jesus. I delete them in the name of Jesus. I come as a saint one of God tonight. I release you from that contamination in the name of Jesus. I release you to shine. I release you to grow. I release you to move forward in the name of Jesus. The book of Leviticus chapter 13 Verse 45 to 46. The Bible shows us there that leprosy is a symbol of shame. Oh, the Bible tells us. You know, each time I start, when I studied this, it sounded so much like Corona. <laughs> the Bible tells us. The Bible tells us there that a leper must wear torn clothes. And the leper in whom the plague is, his clothes has to be rent. Can you give me another translation? His clothes have to be torn and his head bare. And he shall put a covering upon his upper lip. Wear a mask. Mm. Those who suffer from a serious skin disease must tear their clothing and leave their hair uncombed. They must cover their mouth. And when they are walking around, call out unclean. Go back to King James for me. Call out unclean, unclean, unclean. Go back to King James. Thank you. Call out unclean, unclean. They must cover their mouth. Mm. Because when they speak or sneeze, when anybody else inhales the droplets, they too will catch it. So if by mistake they choose to enter the community, they must be screaming, unclean. Everybody move, unclean. Those who had corona, you understand what I'm talking about. There was a time your family members would come to the door, just drop the food and run away. Because 
Medical science said you were unclean. Was screaming unclean, unclean. Verse 46, please. And verse 46 now says, All the days wherein the plague shall be in him, he shall be defiled. He is unclean. He shall dwell alone, isolation center. Without the calm shall his habitation be. Hey, I prophesy over you tonight. Whatever has isolated your destiny, I cancel it in the name of Jesus. You didn't hear me. Whatever has isolated your destiny, tonight I declare be cancelled in the name of Jesus. Be cancelled in the name of Jesus. Be cancelled in the name of Jesus. Whatever wrote you out tonight by the anointing of God, I write you in in the name of Jesus. I bring you in the name of Jesus. Let me hear you loud and say, man. Business should be isolated. His career should be isolated. Because he's not politically connected. Don't give to him. But child of God, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. For they that are with you are majority. If God be for you, who can ever be against you? When God is on your side, favor is on your side. When God is on your side, victory is on your side. When God is on your side, testimonies are on your side. When God is on your side, increase is on your side. When God is on your side, progress is on your side. When God is on your side, abundance is on your side. Shout God is on my side. Who is he? The Bible says that shall lay charge against the elect of God. You are the elect of God. I say you are the elect of God. Every accusation of darkness is cancelled in the name of Jesus. Every wagging tongue against you, I cancel them in the name of Jesus. For there is therefore now no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus. For the spirit of life, the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free. Free from poverty, free from sickness, free from disease. Free from isolation, free from limitation, free from barriers. Shout, I am free three times. Two, three. Give Jesus praise tonight. Uh, your next level is here. I say, Your next level is here. The chains of shame are broken. I said, The chains of shame are broken from your life. Sickness comes out of your body now in the name of Jesus. Wisdom for the next level. Receive it. I say receive wisdom. Wisdom to take your business to a multi-million run investment. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Wisdom to move from nothing to great things. Receive it in the name of Jesus. You will not end like this. I came with good news. You will not end like this. You will finish that project strong. I say you will finish 2021 strong. You will finish that business strong. All you started this year, I prophesy again, you shall finish them strong in the name of Jesus. Mm, the devil is a liar. 
I say you shall finish stronger. A prophetic word has gone forth. It will not return back void. It will accomplish and achieve the purpose for which it was sent for. And I hear my spirit in this season. There's someone here. The Lord said I should tell you it is well. I say it is well. I say it is well. The Lord said I should tell you it is going to be all right. It is going to be all right. How many of you know that song? I have a feeling everything's gonna be all right. I have a feeling everything's gonna be all right. I have a feeling everything's gonna be all right. Be all right. Be all right. Be all. Right. Be all that will be your testimony in the name of Jesus it is alright for you in the name of Jesus it is alright for you in the name of Jesus give me three amen two three put those hands and give Jesus praise it shall be alright it shall be alright it shall be alright it is well it is well the woman the husband asks her is everything fine it is well it is well give Jesus praise tonight now let's return back to verse 2 I left verse 2 for a reason and verse 2 says and the Syrian had gone out by companies and had brought away captives out of the land of Israel. A little maid. Sometimes all you need in destiny is a little maid. Hey, I pray for you in this season. May you not pass your little maid by in the name of Jesus. I said, may you not pass your little maid by in the name of Jesus. A little maid, she looked insignificant, yet she was the midwife to midwife the healing of Naaman. Sometimes your midwife will not look like you, but your midwife is the one that God has sent to midwife your next level. When the midwife has an anointing, they don't have to look like kids. They carry a mandate to midwife you. This little maid, her name was not even mentioned. That was how much they forgot her. But God made sure that she had to be mentioned somehow. And she was not even serving Naaman direct. She was serving Naaman's wife. Little maid. Little maid. The answer to Naaman's problem was in the hands of this girl. Listen friends, every time God wants to give you a miracle, he sends you a midwife to midwife the miracle. I believe in this season, I am your midwife. You're not understanding me. I am your midwife. To midwife your next level. And I pray for you. Enter it in the name of Jesus. When Israel had to come out of Egypt. Moses became the midwife. 
When Israel needed deliverance from Haman, Esther became the midwife. In the book of Acts of Apostles chapter 23, when you begin to read from verse 12, the Bible talks about 40 assassins who took an oath that they will not eat or drink anything until they have assassinated the apostle Paul. When I read the scripture, that was when I discovered that the apostle Paul had a sister and the sister had a son. And the son of apostle Paul's sister was the midwife to midwife the deliverance of Paul from being assassinated. The boy midwifed. If it was not a boy, the assignment of the apostle Paul will have been terminated. And who knows? We probably will not have gotten the book of Ephesians. We probably will not have gotten the book of Galatians, Colossians, Philippians, the book of Timothy. We probably will not have gotten all of those books because he mentored Timothy, mentored Titus, mentored Philemon. We probably will not have gotten them. But thank God for midwives. The sons, the son of Apostle Paul's sister. Listen, the investment those 40 assassins had made. They had connected to the realms of the spirit. They would have assassinated Paul because they said they entered an oath, not an oath with God, an oath with darkness. Thank you so much. He said, they said to you, they bound themselves under a curse, even. That was how ruthless they were. Under a curse, saying they will neither eat nor drink till they had killed Paul. So the whole hell was let loose. The whole hell was let loose against Paul. But thank God for midwives. Sometimes your midwife might not look anointed, but they are anointed. The midwife might not have 50,000 followers, but they are the ones to midwife your destiny. Your midwife might not be Instagram celebrity. But they are the ones to midwife your next level. Apostle Paul's sister's son. That was how the boy's name was even missing. But it was the war. Go to the next verse. Find where the boy was a midwife who went and spoke. Listen to what they are planning to do. And it was aborted. I come as your midwife tonight. Every conspiracy against you in the realms of the spirit to bring you shame, to assassinate you, to assassinate your business, to assassinate your career. Tonight, I abort it in the name of Jesus. I abort it in the name of Jesus. I abort it in the name of Jesus. I cancel it by fire. Let me hear your amen like thunder. And when he, when he heard of the lightning weight, he went and entered into the castle and told Paul. Mm. Child of God, you're not here by mistake in this season. When we go back to our text in verse 10 of 2 Kings chapter 5, the Bible said they brought Naaman to prophet Elisha. Number one, Elisha refused to see him. Elisha said, sent his servant Gehazi and said, go and tell Naaman. 
Let him go and wash in Jordan River seven times and he will be fine. Sometimes you might not need to see the pastor. You just need to connect to the grace of the pastor in the atmosphere. If I'm to see all of you, it will not be possible for me. So when I gather you like this, you connect to my grace in this atmosphere. So my see you seeing me becomes irrelevant. He said, I don't have to see you. Naaman, go wash seven times. Go wash seven times. That was a prophetic word for him. Listen, friends. When you study that scripture, Naaman had three challenges that could have stopped him from receiving the manifestation of his prophetic word. Number one, I believe he thought to himself, based on the scriptures, how could he jump into Jordan River seven times in the presence of everyone? Remember the prophet didn't say do it in the midnight. Say go now. As you're leaving this place, go. So with all your entourage you came with, including the little maid watching, Naaman was to remove his clothes. Every time God's word comes, it might look like a humiliation, but actually is a setup to the next level. It might not look like what you want to hear, but when God speaks, obey. When God speaks, obey. Listen, when God speaks, obey. Say, so go and wash yourself. So the first challenge was, he, he could, he looked at how could he jump into the Jordan River seven times in the presence of everyone. Number two, he said to himself, Jordan, we could hear it in that scripture as well. He said it there, that Jordan was the dirtiest river around. Couldn't he have sent me to, you know, to the swimming pool in Saskia? Why is he sending me to the river by the blood river? With all my money, remember when God deals with you, he's not looking at your money. Your money is irrelevant. Your status are irrelevant because he made you anyway. God chose the dirtiest river. That's how humorous God is. To cleanse him from a disease that came as a result of death, God sent him back to death. Remember the blind man, Jesus spat to the ground and mixed mud and plastered his eyes that was already blind. Iron says is the best medicine. So sometimes friends, when God speaks to you, it might not sound like what you want to hear, but please obey him. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Number three dilemma was he looked at it as will it work? Maybe you've been asking yourself, will it work? Pastor is saying seven days of change. Will it work? That was faithlessness speaking. That was unbelief speaking. Mm, and because of these three challenges, he decided he was not going to obey a prophetic instruction. Listen, friends, for every prophetic instruction, there is a testimony as a result of the obedience to that instruction. 
If you obey a prophetic word, you will experience divine intervention. When Naaman finally obeyed the prophetic instruction, he experienced divine intervention. There is someone here, I don't know who you are, but I hear you in my spirit tonight. You need to go back to obey what God instructed you. Or else you will not experience the divine intervention you're looking for. Naaman could have left. But he obeyed. As I close you tonight, in the book of Isaiah chapter 1 verse 19, the prophet Isaiah said, If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. But if you refuse and rebel, you shall be devoured by the sword. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. Declare it, I shall eat the good of the land. Exodus 23 verse 22, the scripture says, If you indeed obey his voice and do all that I speak, then I will be an enemy to your enemies and an adversary to your adversary. The book of Job chapter 36 verse 11, the word of God says, If they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. Child of God, there is a miracle attached to every obedience. Learn to obey God. He speaks to you, obey him. I'd rather be foolish obeying God than to appear wise disobeying God. What has God been speaking to you that you have refused to obey? What has he been saying to you? He looks like jumping into Jordan River. But that is where your divine intervention is. You will need to go back and obey there is a miracle with your name written on it. And I declare in this season, you will have first that testimony in the name of Jesus. Yeah. And in verse 14 of 2 Kings chapter 5, the Bible said, finally, Naaman went to Jordan River to dip himself seven times. Understand, friends, that every prophetic word has a prophetic finality to it. Remember, Elisha the prophet, he didn't say five times. He didn't say three times. He didn't say four times. He didn't say six and a half times. He said seven times. The first time Naaman entered, nothing happened. Second time, not. I'm sure he had told his guards, prepare yourself. When I come out by the seventh time, if nothing happened, I want the head of that prophet in my hands. He dipped himself the fifth time. He probably began to smell. And I believe his naughty soldiers, the naughty ones among his soldiers went to work and they were laughing. They said, you see this man? He has lost it. But so shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It will not return back to me void. It will accomplish and achieve the purpose for which it was sent out. And I believe by the seventh time when he dipped himself in, a new man rose. I see a new beginning for you in the name of Jesus. By the time this seven days is over, receive a new beginning in the name of Jesus. Receive a new beginning in the name of Jesus. Receive a new beginning in the name of Jesus. The Bible said, and his flesh was like that of a newborn baby. This is your season for a new beginning. Receive a new beginning. 
I said receive a new beginning. Receive a new beginning. In the name of Jesus. Shout I receive a new beginning. Give Jesus praise tonight. Shall we rise on our feet everybody? Shall we rise on our feet? Oh. When he dipped himself. By the seventh time. Bible said his skin became like that of a newborn baby. Why? There is power in a prophetic world. Hmm. There is power. Every time God self. Your heavenly father can do all things. Genesis 18 verse 14. God said to Abraham, is there anything too hard for the Lord? Jeremiah 32 verse 17 Jeremiah the prophet looked at the Lord and he said they asked God ah Lord God behold you have made the heavens and the earth by thy great power stretch out arm and there is nothing too hard for thee and God responded in verse 27 he said let me speak for myself Jeremiah God said, listen, Jeremiah, you're not psyching me up. Let me speak for myself. And God said, behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Matthew 19, 26. Jesus said, with man, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. The book of Luke chapter 1 verse 37 the angel looked at Mary and said to her for with God nothing shall be impossible thank you so much for listening we believe you were blessed by the word for more please visit our website www.alivewithjoseph.com as well as subscribe to our YouTube channel Alive with Joseph Mogocha till next time God